your Netflix. Your product is in danger. It's unhealthy. And it's sick. You need to heal it. You need to fix it. I can make it better. I'm serious. Somebody at Netflix, some executive who actually cares and wants to save their dying platform. Hello, I'm here. Just reach out. It should be pretty easy to find me. I'm on LinkedIn and all those other places. But just say hi. Ping me, send me a message. Get your people to call my people. And I'll answer the phone because I am my people. But the truth is, your platform sucks. Your content, I don't really care about, frankly. I get it. Directors have their artistic visions and political opinions aside. I have my own opinions of how terrible your suggestions are. But I don't really want to touch your suggestions. Don't want to get involved in your weird data mining issues, and I don't really care what political agendas you push and what money you take to create products. Or not products, I really should say content. Because I'm not interested in your content. There's certainly areas you can improve, in my opinion, but I'm not the guy that can fix that. I don't have any directorial ambitions. I don't want to craft your next original series. But I do want to fix your platform. I have lots of experience in software. And frankly, it pains me when I think of your platform and what it has failed to do for over a decade. The opportunities that you have squandered, Netflix, are uh, uncountable. The the sheer volume of chances that you have somehow ignored to take your platform and make it so much better, I don't understand. So Netflix, if somebody there has the capacity to make this happen, just reach out, just say hi. Because I've got some serious beef with your product team. Whoever is running your product team, your VP of product, whoever that is, get rid of them. Fire them. Please. They're dreadful. Dreadful. Like, oh, no, 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 no. No. Whoever that person is, or group, or team, or council of morally inept and you know, incompetent people, whoever it is, get rid of them. All of them. There's not a good idea in that entire department, so you need to get rid of them. Just give me a small budget, six to 12 months, and that's all I need. I don't even need six to 12 months, probably six months. But I'm not familiar with the, you know, the exact code base, how mangled it is, how clean it is, or anything. So I'm going to need at least a month to get up to speed. And then I'm going to need probably a month to plan it, uh, 
and get my game plan roadmap in place and then you know two weeks to do a kickoff properly to get all the teams lined up to make sure everyone knows uh, what we're working towards then I'll need a few months of development that's maximum I'm imagining maybe four to six months of development time I won't even need a big team I need a pretty small team give me uh, a couple back-end engineers a couple front-end engineers and maybe a technical manager some senior engineer and that's all I'll need from the tech side and I, and I won't need I probably won't even need the technical manager necessarily full-time he could probably use 50% of his work efforts on other things to be honest I will need the the front-end guys and the back-end guys pretty much full-time for that period of time but generally speaking it's pretty minor it's a small team but it should have a pretty big impact and then once the actual development's done there's need to get a little bit of the marketing team involved so I will need to liaison with them that'll probably take maybe a month of marketing to prep up the docs to get everyone on board and then maybe another month before it's released so let's say one quarter prep two quarters development time I need three quarters and by the fourth quarter the CEO profits go up that's my my offer and if you'll accept it just reach out say hi we'll discuss compensation but for the most part I just want a 12 month contract to fix your product and then to get out I don't even want to be hired by you I just want to be on a contract basis I consult for you manage this singular aspect and improve your platform and then walk away knowing that I've done my job and that your platform is a little bit better than it was please I don't want to work for you. I don't like you. I don't like your company. Frankly, it's so painful to, to watch you trying to put the square in the circle hole over and over and over again. Please, let me fix your product. Well, you won't have one. You can let Disney just keep taking everything you've got. You can give HBO everything, Apple TV everything. You can give them all everything. Or you can realize what you originally were, which was a great distribution platform, a streaming platform, and a product that people were proud, well, maybe not a product, so to speak, but you had a product in your service. You actually took effort in product. Design, management, and lining it up with your customers. You did that originally. I don't know what happened for the last five years. I don't, I don't know if you fired everyone. I really don't care. But I do want to offer you this. Or anyone, really. I mean, nobody's offering the benefits that I'm looking to provide. It seems to be completely missed by all the streaming companies. Disney doesn't do it. Hulu doesn't do it. HBO doesn't do it. Apple doesn't do it. Netflix doesn't do it. Nobody does it. Funny enough, it doesn't seem to have been offered by any service I've ever seen. <laughs> Open source, I've never seen it available. There is a, a massive hole that I've been demanding. 
and I'm sure other people have. It's maybe not a massive market demanding for it. I would say it's probably actually like 1% of all people. Because I, I think it's one of those things that they didn't assume they could have it. It's just something that they've never really assumed. And the people that do assume it probably are like me and ask, why don't we have it? It seems pretty straightforward. And I'm not going to tell you what it is. That's the joy of this. I'm going to leave you on the hook. Wondering, what is it that nobody seems to have on any of these platforms? Open source, old, new, offline, buy one, subscription service. Nobody seems to have the singular service. And I think the first platform to do it well could do it in a way where they could brand it right. It could capture the perceptions of the masses. Control the way people talk and about this feature. And by controlling the descriptive narrative, much like how the iPod destroyed the MP3 player, so too could Netflix destroy all their competition. You know, RCA was in there with MP3 players. Citizen was in there with MP3. Everyone had the MP3 player. You know, there was even people with Flack and Wave and all sorts of things, right? But then the iPod came along, and people just started talking about iPods. Oh, it's an iPod. You know, people that weren't even techies would just say, "Oh, it's some sort of iPod." They, they knew the word iPod. They didn't know. Even, like, they slapped a thing on it because it became a category, a full classification of objects to people that weren't super involved. Layman's referred to all MP3 players as iPods. Just like how people tend to refer to PCs and in their mind they think Windows. PC could be Linux or anything, but if you say a PC, people think Windows. And part of that is because the opposite of a PC is a Mac, which was pushed by just was named Long, Justin Long, Jason Long, and that uh, other comedian with Apple, you know, long time ago. But those kinds of branded decisions differentiated the product in people's minds. Enough that they were able to get a very strong fan base, a lot of these companies. They didn't necessarily have to be the best, or they didn't have to be necessarily any different. But they commanded the respect, and the recognition was almost wholly there. So even if somebody comes around and makes a clone, people are still going to call it an iPod thing if they don't know what it is. You know, so Apple secured themselves even if competitors came up with better stuff because people who didn't know it, if, if they only focused on features, they said, look, our thing is more storage space. We can store more songs than this iPod. We can do whatever it is. It didn't matter because the layman's would still refer to it as, oh, it's that new iPod thing. And that's 
what won ultimately was people sort of like people there's probably a bunch of brands that make Kleenex and tissues and all that but most people only know the the Kleenex brand name and they would have to actually struggle to think of others sort of like with toilet paper most people think of Charmin or because of the bears or something but generally speaking I'm sure there's lots of toilet paper companies but nobody really thinks about them they think about the ones that get the good branding in there and and I'll leave that up to Netflix to do. But what they don't have is they don't have the feature in the first place. Nobody does. You know, sure, the feature could maybe get copied. Maybe Disney comes along and within six months they too have the same feature. But I guarantee you, if Netflix is the one that sets the pace, sets the momentum, then Disney has to go on the defensive. They have to react. They become reactionary. Right now, I don't know what Netflix is doing, but it certainly isn't doing anything uh, on the offensive. If anything, it seems passive, reactionary, constantly putting their CEO out to just make bland statements that they're trying or they're gonna do bold new things with their content that no one seems interested in watching anymore because there's nothing to differentiate them. It is content is king, but they blinded themselves. Content is king when nothing else matters. When everything else is equal, then content is king. When you can differentiate the platform in some way, shape, or form, the content no longer becomes king or the content changes, and now it becomes harder. For example, they focus so much on uh, content that they, they went and they made their own production companies and started actually producing all these films that at the beginning were great, but now they've, they've been just scraping the bottom. They're actually making reality TV. <laughs> so that's where they fall. They fall into the level of reality TV because they've got nothing left. Content is so bad that <laughs> they keep saying content's king, but then they're pumping out reality TV garbage. So it's like, I don't know. Sure, content may be king, but that content certainly is not king of anything other than the trash heap. So, they're just lost. What they have to realize is they were a distribution platform, a great one. They were a platform to get people to use. Then they started to try and vertically integrate and become a monopolistic single entity where they could do everything in, and for some reason not assume that the competitors would just try and copy them. Because they weren't offering any value to the people anymore, the industry. I'll tell you what will offer them value. Changing up and offering a new service model, a model that actually isn't just ad-based, like whatever idiot came over from some other big billion-dollar ad company, probably got the Unity ad dude, just came over from Unity ads, he's like, hey, I just built Unity ads, or maybe it's the Snapchat ads dude that just came over, or one of the other ad platforms, one of the other social media companies, and they got hired by Netflix because it's all buddy-buddy and blah, 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 and it's blah, 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 blah. And you know what you need is ads because consumers hate ads. So let's pump your platform full of them. Seriously, Netflix executives, who the hell is feeding you this? I get it. I get it. Your numbers are shit. I get it. You're, you're bleeding money. I get it. You've been gutted over and over and over and over again. I get it. That's because you made a bunch of bad decisions 10 years ago, five years ago. And you've consistently been making bad decisions for the last three years at almost a breakneck 
pace, frankly. You've completely discarded your platform. And you've almost acknowledged it as such in your news media. So you deserve all the stock losses, all the market share loss, everything that is happening on your platform because you've done nothing to fix it or avoid it or try to change it. If anything, you've just accelerated it. So look at what you have created. That's yours. Own it. Be happy. Accept it. Be proud that you have peaked in the past. And you are now no longer growing. You are now going to stagnate and be whatever you will be. But it will not be a powerhouse anymore. You have to realize that. Unless you decide that you maybe have one last swing in it to become a powerhouse, you certainly aren't going to be one because you've lost it already. You are no longer a powerhouse. You are falling down. So there's only one way to do that is to pick yourself back up. So reach out. Let's pick you up dust you off, give you a couple new techniques, a couple new ideas, get rid of this crap that you're pushing. Some of these game concepts and things that like, honestly, stop burning money. The amount of money you wasted on those games. You could have built something meaningful in your platform. Instead, you built this huge gaming platform that's just gonna cost you a fortune to maintain, provides absolutely no value. It's just, I don't understand. You're not. It's like, they're your own properties too. So it's you're just spending money on your own internal property. It's not even like the partnership deals. You're not even getting like some sort of. I don't know. Just stop it. Whoever the hell is leading your entire product marketing platform, everything, your entire product team needs to go. Shameful. Shameful. But yeah. Reach out. Let's talk. I need 12 months fraction of any of your money that you would spend on most of your projects. I guarantee you, the project that I have in mind will vastly improve just a lot of factors, frankly. I think that I can improve your churn. I can improve your retention. I can get a whole bunch of new subscribers in a relatively short span. I can revitalize your dead and decaying uh, content library. I can actually make some of those low quality things have a place. I can grab those stupid little shorts and funnies that you've been pushing out and actually use them in a way that doesn't just scream of a TikTok clone, but actually maybe provide some value to the users without simultaneously being a parasite on their brains. Yeah. I don't know, there's a lot of things I could fix up and I still don't have to throw away all the garbage that you've pushed into the platform. I can recycle that crap around. Hell, I could even recycle your games, but I don't want to, because I think those game concepts are shitty, terrible, and frankly, kind of cool from like a, a technical perspective, but, but just like missing the mark from a business perspective. like. Do an offshoot. Do Netflix. If you really want to do something like that, like come up with actually a, like a platform for gaming. Don't just come up with some. I don't even. I don't, I don't even want to talk about it. It's so bad. Just stop doing whatever that is. Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Seriously, just reach out. Like, it'll make your platform better.
It's so easy. And if you don't do it, someone else will. And the first person to do this is going to change the streaming space entirely. And then it really will be content is king. Right now it's not. But the person that gets this platform in will make content into kings. Won't need good content. It will it'll just need prolific quantities of content, which is what Netflix already has. And all these services generally have access as well, but Netflix can continue to produce their content, but maybe actually take some time and produce quality content again. The reason they pump out so much garbage is because they need to they need to feed their their masses. They have these people hooked up to IV drips of, of content that are consuming it so fast on their platform that they can't keep up. It's like the opposite of YouTube. YouTube has the opposite problem. YouTube has so much content uploaded all the time that nobody could possibly ever watch it. Ever. But Netflix has a problem. They, they have to constantly feed content in that people are just consuming at a ridiculous rate. Well, I have a solution for that. So, again, reach out. You can get two birds at least. Frankly, I'm counting at least three birds with one stone. And I want this feature. I represent maybe a fraction of your users, but I am a loyal fraction of users. I'm like those uh, the evangelists. When you get an evangelist on your platform, they grow your platform for you. They may be a very small percentage of the population, but they are a very valuable percentage of the population. So consider me an evangelist. But evangelists have two sides. The evangelists and those that want to tear the system down because they've been burned by it. I am also one of those people. When a system burns me, I do not take it lightly and I tell people to avoid it at all costs and I will go and in some cases even build my own alternatives to avoid using services I do do not agree with or do not hold my value but that strength can be used as an evangelist as well so yeah anybody from Netflix wants to save your platform say hi Find me on LinkedIn. Um, not hard to find. I'm pretty much the only one with it. And yeah, should be uh, should be nice. I could use a fun project for the next year as well. So I hope somebody hears this. Cause I actually do want to fix that product. It drives me insane. I want to subscribe to you, Netflix. I want to give you my money. But your platform is so terrible that I can't in good conscience do it. So I'm sorry. But if you want to fix this, just reach out. Let's do something. Thanks for listening.